take a week off, but we back. So welcome to episode 247 of Technical File, the sports podcast. You never knew you needed. And it's your boy, TIA. ZB number three. Mr. to me. I like I got it. I am the Eric J. Only known as the Eric J. And I'm Camille Point Guard of the Crew, the real life Tifa Lockhart, the girl next door. You know, holding it down for all the women who love sports. And Mr. Boy K. Harris, the gentleman. The gentleman. The everyday gentleman. 24-7. But better known as K. Diddy. Take that. Take that. Okay. As we kick off the show, we got uh, Kane Boog in the chat. What's going hey. on, sir? What's going on, sir? Uh, sport fact of the week. Do we got one? No? Okay, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, from last it. week, happy birthday, happy belated birthday to Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Turn 75. Hey. There we go. Hey. 75, <clears throat> made the NBA 75. A lot of 75s going on. That's what's up. Uh, TGN show. So, like I mentioned, we were off last week. We had a lot of stuff going on. As you can see, we are recording remotely at the moment as well. Uh, but one thing that we did not forget to do is record our overtime show. So, make sure that y'all have subscribed to our YouTube page and make sure that you download the Good News Radio app. Listen to the show live every Thursday at 7.30 p.m. Central Time, 5.30 Pacific Time. Uh, you can catch us again something different every time you tune in. Like this week is going to be back to winning time, talking about the latest two episodes of that show. Last week, me and Eric did an NBA playoff check-in. So like, make sure y'all subscribe to the YouTube. Exactly. Make sure you subscribe to the YouTube and download the Good News Radio app. Those are the only two places y'all can catch the overtime show. It is not on every platform, streaming platform like this show is. Good News or YouTube. That's it. So make sure y'all go over there. And as Serial Sensei said in the comments, imagine not being subscribed. Shame on you. Just shame on shame. you. Shame. 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 Just shame them all. Shame. Shame. <laughs> I wish I knew how to put a picture in here. I definitely put a picture in here. Shame. <laughs> the game that needs a name. I love that uh, name. I ain't gonna hold it. <laughs> my, my suggestion is players in the NBA playoffs right now. Works for me. I've been watching too, so we suggestions. God damn it! <laughs> like, hey, I put sport movies in the in the doc. That was no. my suggestion. <laughs> I, I, like I came prepared. Oh, so got good suggestions. We ain't got prepared no more. But we got one. We got two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we doing NBA play or players in the NBA playoffs? Sure, I'm with yeah, you. Yeah, that's cool. All that's right, cool. what order are we what going? Order are we going? We going in tech order? Yeah, we sure. just going around. How, okay, so Tim, Eric, Ken, then me. So if you're not familiar, the game that needs a name, we have a topic, and we each get about five seconds to name something relatable to that topic. So if we're since we're doing uh, players in NBA playoffs tonight, we want to name somebody and keep it going. Go ahead, Ken. Sure. Does, does does that include teams that have already been put out? I feel like it should. Yes, it's still the first round. Okay, but, okay. but cool. not play-in teams. Okay, cool. Mm. There is a difference between playoff and play-in. Yeah, okay, that worked. Damn. Okay, so. 
<laughs> I'm just thinking so, of one team. There's still a copious amount of players. team has been eliminated. I mean, as of right, literally right now. Oh, well, yeah. You're right. Atlanta might be wait, just wait about five more minutes. I was going to say Atlanta right. <laughs> uh, Well, speaking of Atlanta, Trey Young. John Morant. For real Damn, he got there, all right? Oh, shit. I, you said tech order. I go last. No, we said we was going clockwise. Hold on. I swear I thought it was tech order. My bad. All right. Hold on. Hold on. I'll start over with Trey Young. John Morant. Um, KD. Anthony Edwards. John Collins. Jaron Jackson Jr. Uh, Kyrie. Carlton Towns. Clint Capella. Uh, Brandon Clark. Um, shit. I'm out. Patrick <laughs> Beverly. Kevin Hurd. Uh, uh, Torian Prince, Giannis Antetokounmpo, Drew Holiday. Oh, don't don't come my team, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Jared Vanderbilt, Chris Middleton. Oh, here we go. Kyrie Irving. All right, all right. He said that already. Yeah, I did. Yeah. I wasn't gonna say that. I was gonna let you skate. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not. D'Angelo Russell, Brooke Lopez, Anthony Edwards. I said Anthony Edwards. All right, you win. Damn. Uh, I, figured, I was going to go through the whole Bucks <laughs> roster. <laughs> that's what I was going to do. I'm going to pick a team and just go through the whole team. Uh, as soon as Tim said Drew, I was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I had to throw it up. I was like, hey, somebody else goes with teams. I'm going to take somebody. I'm going to throw this off. No, 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 no. Don't you do that. Don't you do that. <laughs> yeah, clearly I'm watching Grizzlies uh, Timberwolves, so I'm just looking at whoever on the screen. <laughs> I got that's it on, but I, that's pretty dope that uh, Usher is there. Oh, Usher and Team Morant, the twinsies. Mm-hmm. Oh, actual Usher is there? Yeah, yeah. They took her. They they showed them together on a look like side. They sitting by each other. They both had on the shades and everything. It was pretty funny. He's an actual Usher. <laughs> <laughs> he been there the whole time. His brother showed up. <laughs> <laughs> that being said, let's just get into the topic of discussion because we gonna start with these NBA playoffs. Playoffs. So, when me and Eric did overtime last week and we went through each series, we just went east and then we went west. We went, you know, seed by seed and down the list like that. But we got a full crew here. I'm going to ask y'all, what series are we talking about first? Of the eight, where do you want to start? What's been the most exciting thing you have been waiting to get on this show to talk about? <laughs> I guess we'll roll with Katie, uh, Katie and Kyrie them like everybody else and shit. I mean, because honestly, the way that they've been going back and forth on the social media since then, him and Barkley, KD and Barkley, and then just them niggas getting swept in general. Like, come on now, the Nets getting swept in general. Granted, every, yes, everybody talking about it, but for good reason, because them motherfuckers, nobody thought they was going to get swept. Like... My man was turbo out there, wasn't he? Like, boom, da, dum, doom, da, with the boom and shit, bro. Like, Boston, I think, in that shit. Like, they, eh, hey, damn, that's kind of wild, but. I tweeted it. I was like, expected Boston to win the series. Did not see a sweep coming. Did not see that coming. They completely got into KD's head. Kyrie Irving looked like he was tired every game. Yeah. <laughs> they probably was. <laughs> Things getting hawked all game, bro. All game. If you ain't getting picked up 94 feet, somebody muffing you, somebody pulling on your shoulder, you getting dragged to the bench. Like, bro, why are you grabbing on me? Shout out to uh, <laughs> the one of the Morris twins holding on to DeAndre Hunter this game and getting the tech. 
But uh, yeah, he actually did that. Like the Yadre Hunter was out of bounds, and he grabbed onto that man, holding on to him while he was out of bounds, <laughs> and then let him go. Ken <laughs> <laughs> dropped a comment in the in the the comments. A comment in the comments. Did you guys see the tweet that if Simmons would have played in Game Four, he would have been the only player to be eliminated from the playoffs in consecutive games? I did. I think that's probably why he didn't come back. The the discourse around Ben Simmons right now, um, he mentioned that game four was the game he was targeting to come back. All right, cool. But then we started seeing reports uh, as the game got closer that he was not going to be playing. He had some back problems. And according to report that came out through The Athletic, Simmons got with his agent, Rich Paul, and met with some of the Brooklyn execs. And they had a conversation about where Ben Simmons was because everybody thought he was going to be back. But now he has back soreness. And apparently during that conversation, there was mention of the fact that he might have some mental roadblocks that's causing him to feel back pain. Where I'm not sure if anybody watches Better Call Saul, but in the first season, Jimmy's brother had this disease where he was aller- allergic to electricity. Before, Quote unquote. <laughs> right. But it was that. actually triggered by a mental a mental thing. Like he didn't really have it, but like he mm-hmm. he, he thought he, he did. He had some kind of mental block. I don't okay. not even but Markel Folks. Like they said they couldn't find anything physically wrong with his shoulder, but like he he said he experienced discomfort and it messed up how he shot the ball. So Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I think that there is something to say like we all know the mind can override a lot of different things mm-hmm. and he has been open about the fact that he is struggling through some mental health problems they are piling on that man right now yeah like let him like, have it let, like just filleting <laughs> him like for real for real I mean, I think Stephen A. Smith called him a pathetic excuse for an ass. Like, it, somebody, I'm like, y'all are crossing some lines here. <laughs> the worst. Like, there are some lines. To my opinion, there have been lines that have been crossed that don't need yeah. to be crossed. Yeah. Yeah. I think a lot of. Yeah, I was just gonna say, like, the thing is, like, as a society, we we want to think that we've progressed past the point where we are ignorant to mental health things. But that's only in a very narrow lens. Like, I think that if it conflicts with our understanding of, like, what a professional athlete, like, what being a professional athlete means, like, then all that shit goes out the window. Because it's like, well, if I was in your shoes, like, I wouldn't have no problem. Like, mm-hmm. I'd just be out there hooping or I'd just do this. I'd just do that. Like, mm-hmm. so much of it comes down to, like, people wishing that they were in his position and they, like, feel like, you know he's squandering whatever you know talents or whatever you know like or opportunity or whatever opportunity that they would have killed for like he's just like you know he, he doesn't he doesn't enjoy it or whatever whatever it is and like part of it is that he's not talking about it so like all we know is like nebulous mental health issues or back issues but like it's not specific about like injury it's not specific about like okay what what's the trigger like what's what's actually going on because it's like if we have more transparency like maybe people could speak more to what's going on and they would have more compassion but at the same time it's like there's still a stigma 
attached to mental health issues and maybe he doesn't want to be opened up about like what specifically it is maybe it's something private maybe it's something mm-hmm. about a family member like maybe it's something that he just doesn't want to talk about publicly but that's part of the problem is that he's not and i'm not gonna say i'm not saying it's a problem like that's part of like why this thing is happening is because he isn't open about what's going on so people are kind of filling in the gaps mm-hmm. with people their own tend story. to do that they like to yeah. fill in gaps when you when you quiet. And to be honest with you, not saying that this was the point that you're making, but I don't think he owes me. Like, I don't think he owes the public anything. Like, you don't have to no. like whatever you are going through. You are going through. That is not my business. Yeah. <laughs> all I can say is, hey, all I heard was you had a herniated disc in your back and then you got some mental health issues. So all I can say is I hope you get better, brother. Like, that, that's all I got. That's all I really got. What if the trigger is him actually playing a game? could be at this point like because it was it was weeks of he started one-on-one then he started uh two on two on ones or he started doing like light four on ones and stuff like that like he ain't practiced with the starters yet but he's ramping up and each week and each day it was getting better 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 than sunday came mm-hmm. like, it wasn't like a game the day before game three it wasn't like it because before game three it was definitely for sure he'll be back on monday right sunday came then all of a sudden He's no one. He's no longer able to play, and he's no. He's, so I'm thinking maybe again, this is phone in the blanks. Part of that is the last time we seen him on the court, he got like you said, flambeed. They turned his ass into rotisserie for how he uh, diverted <laughs> when he uh, didn't dunk on Trey Young. Mm-hmm. They got eliminated. They blamed him a lot for that. He did because he definitely should have dumped on him, but <laughs> he took that and he really like he felt the type of way about that. And then you got the herniated this, and then you have the other mental health issues start to pile on it. Then you have the teammates, and you have Doc Rivers, and you have Joel. It's like, hey, fuck. We trying to just, we're going we to roll out without. He want to do what he going to do. I'm tired of him. We're going to roll out without. But the last time we seen him, and the last time that he had a big old issue on the court, like I said, I'm not just specifically from a mental aspect. It, maybe him actually playing an NBA game sets him off because he don't want to deal with the criticism. He don't want to deal with the ridicule. He go out there and have an 0 for 18 game or an 0 for 5 shooting night. The internet go light his ass up again. And maybe and, that's just something he don't want to walk into. And walking yeah. into that in the playoffs in a very high stakes environment uh, might not be the best course of action. I think it's probably going to lean more towards what Eric was mentioning months ago, just saying like this is probably a get it together year for the Nets. They're going to need an yeah. off season. They all play together. They figure it out in the off season. They come back, and next year is the year that they're actually a real title contender. Because as we saw, Damn. Boston shut all that down. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one last point on Simmons, like people from ESPN are reporting that like the Nets are frustrated like with the situation or like that they didn't that they weren't happy with the way that things played out so I honestly wouldn't be surprised like if he gets moved again in the summer like it's a lot of money I mean exercise I mean yes but like a team like I can't think of like a small Orlando it's like are we gonna get a talent like Ben Simmons like that's a low stress I, again i can't speak for him like but i would think that that would be like a low stress environment like throwing him into a first round matchup against brooklyn after all the stuff that happened in philly like probably not great but in orlando where like there are no expectations there's no you know they ain't contenders <laughs> they aren't on national tv all the time like maybe that's 
a team that would be like, okay, well, as long as we have a conversation with them and we feel comfortable. But again, like how comfortable can you feel with them? Yeah. That's given that he was telling Brooklyn, like before they traded for him, like, yeah, I'm ready. I'm, I'm ready. all bought in and let's go. Wait, that's how uh, healing tends to be. A lot of times you think you can be over something, done with something. And then you wake up the next day and you're like, I'm not. <laughs> I am <laughs> still. <laughs> and that's the case with back problems too. Like, hey, you yeah. good <laughs> and then you, you know, you sleep wrong and you're not. Shit's you're not. just flying right out of nowhere, bro. Walking. Man. <laughs> man, my knee, my knee been hurting for a week and a half, man. I don't. <laughs> I don't. I, I don't think it's fair for the people who would have, who were out publicly saying that they was hoping that Ben Simmons come back because he'd be like a savior type. Like I don't think that if you went into that situation thinking that Ben Simmons coming back was gonna be a quote unquote savior for the Nets, that's a lot of expectation that that's unrealistic. Like I can see if you say, oh, well, I'm expecting him to come back to help defensively, sure. But to actually help save the series, and if he was there three games through, three and four, and he could have locked up. No, not all of that. Because again, he has not played in what two years now. Uh, almost yeah. All right, boy. a year. Yeah, but yeah. but I mean, like to your point, I mean, none the four of us, all of us thought that Boston would win that series. So yeah. like the outcome yeah. is, we all saw that Boston was a more complete team. Boston was a better defensive team. Mm-hmm. We had questions about the Nets defense. So like. We had questions about their lineups. We saw what happened with Draymond, uh, Andre Drummond out there. Like, it's not, not good. They even went to decrepit. They went to decrepit Blake Griffin by the end of the series. Like, we got to try something. Steve Nash was throwing everybody out there. Like, somebody, please help. <laughs> help me. I mean, shit. A week ago when we did that playoff check-in, I'm like, dog. This is why I love basketball because game one was so good, and it's like, you know, Boston went one way and Brooklyn went the other. Mm-hmm. All the games were close, though. It wasn't like they were blown out. No, they were. Cl- and the the thing with with Kevin Durant in particular, because the narrative around him has been interesting. Like there are some who are trying to like crap on his greatness and be like, "Yo, do this to LeBron." If it was LeBron, why ain't y'all doing this to KD? <laughs> they have been. Maybe <laughs> and, make the playoffs, we would know. Jesus Christ, come on, bro. Hey, Lagon James is still a cold ass nickname, dog. Lagon is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> that shit is funny. Can't can face it. <laughs> <laughs> like, slander is ridiculous. Tonight. But the thing, what I was, what I was saying is like the shots that KD tends to take, they are all they, they tend to be like difficult shots. Like he normally has a hand in his face when he's shooting. So mm-hmm. it was interesting watching Boston defend him. Like they're up under him, they're being physical, of course. But like I still mm-hmm. expected him to make the shots he missed. Yeah. Which I think is a credit to like KD's greatness, where it was like I was surprised that he was missing consistently. Like, was it game yeah. two where he was 0 for 10 in the second half? I believe so. Yeah. yeah every like, shot. <laughs> every shot. Wow. Man, all right. Free throws yesterday, wasn't he? Uh, uh, in the game. Yesterday, no, yesterday the game four, he had a good game. But uh, no, Nick is there anything? Not oh yeah, Nick Claxton couldn't make nothing. Um, is there anything else that y'all want to talk about in regards to the Boston Brooklyn series before we move on to the next one? We'll see you motherfuckers next round, Boston. Hopefully, Jordan back. Light y'all ass up. <laughs> He's talking about Chris Middleton. Chris Middleton. Because I was like, Hey, be lighting Boston ass up. <laughs> the joke is that he turns into Michael Jordan when he plays against the Boston Celtics, for those who were unaware. Okay. Um, as far I mean, like, 
again, the uh, playoffs are small sample size. Like it's just a series of small sample sizes. So Brooklyn, it turns out, had a pretty good matchup against. Uh, I mean, wait, Boston had a good Boston matchup had a good against- matchup against. I'm like, I feel like I just said Brooklyn. Um, yeah, Boston had a pretty good matchup against Brooklyn. So like they've looked like they've been them and the Warriors have been the most impressive in round one just from the way that they've looked but that could be a byproduct of either them being like hey these are probably the finals favorites or they caught a good matchup Mm -hmm. um but yeah after round one I mean the Warriors still have to close out but like after round one like I would say those are the two strongest looking teams going down the stretch especially given the injuries to Milwaukee and Phoenix let me ask you all this before we officially move off of Brooklyn, Boston. Who was the best player in that series? Jason Tatum. Yeah, Tatum. Agreed all around. Cam, yeah. what series you want to talk about next? Um, we go to the Milwaukee and Bulls series. <coughs> oh, okay. We, we can do that. We can do that. Yeah. I assume take long. I mean, y'all brought up Jordan. You know, Jordan Mead. As a... Or as famous Lowe's call him, uh, KD in the Bucks jersey. I hope not the KD we saw in this in playoffs against <laughs> against the Celtics. That cracked me up. He be doing a bit like they go KD in the Bucks jersey. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all hate it when I see it. I love his game though, man. Yeah. So currently, as we record this, the Bucks lead the Chicago Bulls three one. Game five is tomorrow, Wednesday, six thirty p.m. As we kind of hinted toward or alluded to, in case you weren't aware, Chris Middleton suffered a uh, MCL injury in his left knee, and he is out. The team said initially it's going to be about a two-week window before they reevaluate him, um, and he injured that last week. So we're still about a week out from that reevaluation taking place. The Chicago Bulls uh, have lost some guards. So Alex Caruso is in concussion protocol, and his availability for Game 5 is up in the air. While Zach Levine has entered the NBA's health and safety protocols, which is, of course, going to jeopardize his availability for game five on Wednesday as well. Um, we all had the Bucks in this series. Um, Eric and Ken thought it would be a sweep. Me and Tim thought it would be in five. I'm going to stay, stay the course, Bucks in five. Um, I figured the reason I said Bucks in five was that I figured there would be a game where DeRozan got really hot. <laughs> And the others made enough shots to, to overcome the Bucks. DeRozan had 41. The Bulls won. <laughs> they got their game. Um, I would be surprised if Chicago stretches this out past five games. Um, but overall, the series has gone how I thought it would once the Bucks started playing like the Milwaukee Bucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was my thing. I thought that they were over of the dumb shit that they did last year like their offense just looking scattershot like the first two the first two games of that series it's just like they're throwing the ball like it wasn't even like they just missed shots like they were throwing the ball away they were careless like it looked like they hadn't played with each other ever (laughs) you know what I mean like it was like they beat themselves like no disrespect to Chicago but they beat themselves those first two games and but the two games in Chicago looked much more like the bus team that I expected, and that was why I called it this week. Also, it was interesting that like, we did that playoff check-in last week, and pretty much everything that I said about the Suns could be applied to the Bucks like a day later. Because like, yeah. you know, Booker went down. It's like, well, you know, like that. You know, you can look like Change. the strongest possible team, and 
one injury kind of throws all that in the flux, and lo and behold, 24 hours later, bust in that same position. Um, same boat. The only difference is, like, Phoenix has a series on their hands <laughs> right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's coming from the next round. Do they? Uh, Ken, Tim, y'all have any thoughts on Bucks Bulls? Uh, all the Bulls fans with up if they had a chance. Sorry it's not over yet, fam. Sorry for you. <laughs> you know what's over. Don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> no, don't do that. Forget I'm them. just saying, sir, technically, you know, saying. all that junk on, on, the, on the internet, now they, they with us now. They know it. They feel it. They they without their top two of their top three. Go- no, 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 bro. No, no, no. It's been fun. Shit, bro. It's been fun. I was going to spill out, too. Yeah, That's why I said three. <laughs> top three guards. Like, and Levine was looking nice last game. First half. First, yeah, first half. First half. I get it. He was cooking. I'm like, I, I, plus I had my fan duel. I'm like, hey, keep, keep cooking. He had, a good, he, had a good, he had a good quarter. He had a good quarter. <laughs> but um, no, it, it was it was one of those, like, I didn't panic when Chris went down. I was sad yeah. that Chris went down because I'm like, we make it past this round if we don't have him against Boston. That's, that's where my first thought issue. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily this one, but we also have a nice, well-balanced team for the most part. Like the role players know that they know their jobs, and our chemistry is a, is going to allow us to continue to keep rolling. Like I don't think that's why I don't think that we'll have the same issue against Brooke, uh, against the Boston like the Nets had because the Nets had issues with de- defense and chemistry. Mm-hmm. We have both. They yes, but also, I think one area that Boston had over Brooklyn was size. That's um, Brooklyn's a, Brooklyn's not a big team. They, they just aren't. Milwaukee has a lot of size, which is going to pose a different test for Boston. But also, Milwaukee gives up a lot of corner threes because they overhelp. And Grant Williams showed he can knock them down. Like they have guys who will knock the, knock it down. And Jason Tatum's playing like a superstar right now. So it's going to be a very interesting series. I'm glad I don't have to make a prediction on that right now. Because to be completely <laughs> honest with you, uh, without Chris Middleton, I Plus have some. I ha- <laughs> <laughs> I have some concerns. I have some real concerns because Chris Middleton is literally the only big wing the Bucks have on their team. There is no one else. Everyone else is 6'4", 6'5", and under, or 6'10", and over. Like, he is the team full of big wings. Like <laughs> Exactly. So I have some concerns there. But, again, we ain't talking about that right now. Ken, you got any Bucks, Bulls, thoughts? Um, you know, as the new resident uh, Bucks fan... Um, <laughs> <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. Uh, Cheers. Yeah, no, I'm, the, the series is going how I expected it to go. Um, Bulls injuries, just like, what can, you can't do nothing if, like, three of your, your top players aren't playing. Like, it's impossible to win the series. So, um, again, like um, like he was saying, the Bucks were, like, shooting themselves in the foot, like, the first few games. Um, but I expect them, you know, to turn it around just because – you know, just to get the jitters out or whatever. Um, but I'm confident in what they can do. Again, Chris, we def- definitely need Chris Mead back for um, mm-hmm. for the second round. Um, you know, because Boston is no joke. But yeah, series going to how I expected it to go. Even though I said sweet, but you know, gentleman sweet. <laughs> Best player in this series has been easily Grayson yeah. Allen. <laughs> ah, there's you know Grayson. Yeah, damn near. I, I mean, I, 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 I mean, 
the, the real answer is Giannis, but shout yeah. out to Grayson Allen. Like when Chris went down, like I had a conversation with my coworker. We were just talking about the series. I'm like, I wonder if they'll go big. Like I want to see more Brooke, Bobby, Giannis. Cause I mean, functionally Bobby Porter is kind of a small forward. Like the way that and Giannis he, can be too. Yeah. Right. Um, like the way he, he defends wings, I feel like better than he does bigs and he spaces the floor. So like, Kane, I don't, I don't understand your question here. Can the Bucks not play Giannis to give Chris two more? Oh, like, like tanks? Tank no, don't game. play. You don't. We don't play with basketball like that. You win the games and you get it going. Well, I don't want to give nobody nothing. No. <laughs> like, if you want it, you want it, my guy. But I'm not going to give you nothing. <laughs> no, no, two old lead. Nah, nah. I know we don't, we don't overcame this before, but we also lost these. So. They, it wouldn't be no two old lead. It would just extend the series. Three, two. Uh, but yeah, so I I was saying like I hope they use more size, which they did, and I was like, and when Chris was out earlier in the season, Grayson Allen got his shit off because like he like they use him as just a spot up shooter, but he can do stuff off the bounce. Like he he can stretch his wings a little bit more offensively. What happened against Boston? I have no idea. But <laughs> I feel like Chicago, like he would be fine to you know like get a little bit more on ball responsibility, and he's ran with it so far yeah i hope that bucks fans tomorrow at five serve like boo him every time he gets <laughs> ah, that shit is hilarious that should be a you, thing. bucks fans got to do like a yeah then they got to boo like cheer him yeah. first and i mean like boo. make it a boo but be smile like people courtside got a smile and boo so he knows it's in jest that's the thing with Grayson that's that's so uh underrated I think because a lot of people would assume that he's only a three point shooter but no like if you close out on him he he can drive he can drive and he yeah, can punch at the rim yeah what, what they say about uh, the the uh, sneaky Sneaky. athleticism the creativity he's creative he's uh what do they say what else they say triple t said tech file after hey Hey, Hey, no, we too old for all that (laughs) we can't get that we can't get it yeah can't ain't that about it like we'll leave and leave the stream on for Ken and he can do whatever he wants (laughs) (laughs) Eric what what series you want to hit next uh let's go to the one I've been wrong about twice now (laughs) (laughs) Philadelphia (laughs) hey man don't be wrong three times now I'm gonna try to reverse jinx it. <laughs> or reverse jinx. Uh... <laughs> hey, we. <laughs> I missed that completely. Oh, Tim Johnson. Oh. Be funny. Fans. Wait. Hey. <laughs> no, no, you. You are the one who said it's Well, I mean, like, it's fair. Right. Oh, uh, that's funny. It's the same saying. It's the same concept. Uh, you, like, <laughs> you fans, Camille. Fam, it's part of his at name. He, 
Come on now. Hey, <laughs> like hey, his name, his name is public. The the hey. commenter, the guest name is not. <laughs> you just got four letters. It could have been anything else after that. Or it could have been letters before that. Right. Fam, I yo, mixed them up, sent them backwards. Zinc. What you talking I'm going to check something, but Zinc. go ahead and talk about that series. I'm, I'm pretty sure even in your Twitter profile, you have your full name spelled out in there. Hey, listen, we ain't got to do all of that. That's too much time. I'm just, I'm just, just trying to do all of that. You ain't got to fall through that and everything. Like, that's not the point. Anyway. I'll show my DMs. Hold on. 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 Hey, man. My bad. You feel like I'm saying, fans and ourselves. Almost exposed myself out here. Anywho, continue. <laughs> oh, now we can continue. Hey, Camille got a badge tonight, boy. <laughs> There's a new sheriff in town. Anyway, Philadelphia leads the series 3-2 after they went up 3-0. Um, I didn't think about it in the moment, but Doc Rivers with a three-to-something lead is never safe. Um, yeah, no, like, one, Joel Embiid is hurt. Torn ligament is thumb. That will require surgery after the season ends, so clearly he's affected by it, but he's going to try to play through it. Um, and then also like Toronto's just some dogs, <laughs> like locking James Harden ass up. Yeah, <laughs> I don't want to try no more. He <laughs> dope. He's like, bro, I ain't come here for this shit. Dog, how both teams <laughs> gonna end up losing that trade? <laughs> hey, they did it. And everybody at the time was saying it's a win-win for both teams. It still could yeah. be. No, I said we gotta wait and see. I definitely said I don't know yet because we don't. I'm know just talking about gen- the general conversation. I'm not talking about you specifically. He said I had to clarify. I, I, I wasn't speaking French that day. But co- continue. <laughs> we <don't wanna> <laughs> that. <laughs> we're gonna like anyway, still. So, <laughs> continue. Uh, I think is Van Vliet supposed to play in Game Six, or do they know yet? Ooh, I, I do not think so. I mean, honestly, like, because they keep sticking these damn games on NBA TV, which, again, NBA, get your shit together. Um, like, I don't know. Like, honestly, I, because that's more switchable size, like, that basically puts everybody in a starting lineup between 6'5 and 6'9. Like, you can basically switch everything. Like, it's kind of like what I envisioned before the season series started, which is, like, you kind of nullify the Harden and B pick and roll, and if and beat is hampered and like y'all just you know swatting at the ball like when he gets it down low doing more damage to that thumb like you can kind of even not saying that they'd be dirty but just like you know somebody got weakness you gotta attack it so i don't know like i, I think toronto is alive like you know obviously nobody's ever come back from a 3-0 deficit in nba history so they someone's got to be first exactly they'd be making history <laughs> if they did but um, like I, this is by no means like uh, you know, Philadelphia is in you know, in a good position. Like they are in a fight right now, and they really need Game Six because I feel like going back home, Game Seven. Like Philly is one of them towns where it's like you might actually be better off <laughs> like not having a big you know high pressure game there because they will turn on you in a minute. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, if Philly loses game six on Thursday, 
Toronto's winning the series. <laughs> I'm I'm just going to say if it goes seven, <laughs> Toronto is winning, and our original predictions will will <laughs> oh, <laughs> look <shit>. magnificent. <laughs> That's a wild shit. I, I even made a tweet yesterday because uh, the the chick with the meme and shit, when she be looking, she not interested in all of a sudden she be like, er? Like, Doc Rivers oh, on the No! Game over? Who won? Josh just was well, one second left, but Josh just hit a, a layup. Mm. They got time out. What a ruin that for me. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh you like? Uh, Y'all know, we, I, we, yeah, I got the internet, AT&T bro. stream. It's the internet. We about 30 oh. seconds behind. Yeah, my bad. It's just a fat ass. What are you asking? Not you, don't ask me. But um, <laughs> no, but I was just looking. I was like, like you said, like Doc with a three-zero lead, and Doc with a three-one lead. Now, now we're in familiar territory. <laughs> now, yeah, now we're back to okay. Then now it's three-two. Like, hey, listen, they we thought that they was gonna give them an issue initially, mm-hmm. and I like the fact that Toronto's at least putting up a fight, even if they don't. Even if they don't, and our predictions are wrong. I like the fact that they actually still put up a fight on their way out, though. Like, I appreciate that. You ain't get sweat. You ain't just lay down mm-hmm. and, you know, catch L's after L's. After L's it was looking sad. It, it was. It was. So it made it made the first round more enjoyable because everybody at least tried. <laughs> Most of the teams tried to, you know, keep a fight going. The, uh, the Raptors, just a fun fact, they're the first team to force the game six being down 0-3 in the series since. Does anybody know? I know you know. Okay. <laughs> you know the it should have been the worst fact of the week. It should have been. Do you know the last team to force a game six after being down 0-3 in the series? Was it happened a, in uh, 2015? Uh, happened in 2015. No. 15. The two teams are playing each other right now. Well, currently, like in the first round. In this playoffs. In the West or East? Yeah, it I was Bucks Bulls. It's, it's Bucks Bulls. I'm gonna just tell y'all. It, it was Bucks Bulls. The Bucks forced Game Six after being down 0-3, uh, and they got blew the bug out. Man, got blown out in Game We had so we was like, okay, we might new. No, like <laughs> same thing that Camille just said. Like I was like, somebody gotta be the first. Why not us? We, that's how we felt. <laughs> it wasn't us though, but it could be Toronto. It could be Toronto. Um, the series I want to talk about. Game Five is on right now. That is Phoenix, New Orleans series is oh, currently yeah, I tied we're at like, by conference. Though. No, I say any any. Yeah, no, I get it. Any though. series, two uh, two. <laughs> Monty Williams got fined after Game Four because he was talking about the free throw disparity. He's like, how they get how they get forty two? We get fifteen of them things. Because y'all don't attack the basket. That's what I said. I was like, fam, y'all <laughs> y'all ain't playing the same way that. Phoenix or that uh, New Orleans is playing right now, and I get it. Forty-two to fifteen is a big gap, but that's that's like asking why do Giannis got fifteen free throws because he that's what he do. He, <laughs> he, he should have more shit. He get fouled damn near every time he goes in the damn Yeah, yeah. But this series has been just really fun for me. It's it's crazy how much Booker's absence has flipped this series. Because it's forced Chris Paul to have to be more of a, a bucket getter in addition to him facilitating everything. And mm-hmm. on top of that, New Orleans ain't scared. And like I was saying before, like B.I. is looking like a superstar. Hey, and these yeah. rookies? Doing what he do. Oh, I, I know, like I know Jose. Be. Ho- Jose, 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 Jose. <laughs> yeah, I'm, 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 
Alvarado high for sure. For sure. And Herb Jones? Come on, no, not on not Herb. On Herb. <laughs> oh, he not don't got to get to the rack. He got. He just got to hit that midi. He gets to the spot. They just CP3 they they picking this up ninety four feet. Rack. But here's the thing, too, to Kane's point that CP three can go to the rack at fifty five years old. <laughs> when one aspect of your game is cut off, like I know you're not coming here. You're either going, you're, you're looking for the mid range. I'm going to go under. So either you can take this three <laughs> or you can meet me when you get back here. Now, Phoenix has all that cute stuff where they rescreen, try to get them back open again. But like, I know you're not going to drive. And if you do drive, good luck because we could probably catch up to you. And her out here blocking three pointers, like <laughs> the rookies, bro. <laughs> yeah. Shit, like he don't play as much, but even Murphy is nice. Like, yeah, Trey. Let me ask y'all this. There have been some saying, like, man, if they had Zion back, they'd be even scarier. Do y'all think that Zion actually fits this New Orleans roster with CJ and B.I. running the show? I don't think he would fit seamlessly enough to where, like, if you slot him in, like, it would it would fundamentally change the way that the Pelicans play. And <laughs> the way that they play is why they're in it with Phoenix now. Like, first of all, Zion's defense is atrocious. Like, yeah, and they're winning partially with defense. Like, they're able to really gum up what Phoenix is doing offensively. And, like, that means less minutes for her, less minutes for Alvarado, like, less minutes for Jackson Hayes, like, like you know, just like less minutes for the, like, the, the athletic, the athletic advantage that they have. Like, obviously, Zion's mm-hmm. a freak athlete, but, like, that manifests in, like, dunks and, you know, offensive quickness. But as far as, like, his defense and lateral quickness is not there, and he just don't pay attention. So, and, like, you're taking the ball out of B.I.'s hands, you're taking the ball out of C.J. McCollum's hands, mm-hmm. like, all things that are contributing to them playing well. So, like, I think if they have an offseason, they kind of, you know, rejigger everything. On. Right. Like, but just, like, Hey, maybe let's bring Zion back right now. Like, no. <laughs> and it yeah, would have been different for like Simmons coming back for Brooklyn because, like, basically Simmons could just be a taller Bruce Brown, but mm-hmm. there's no role that is being replicated <laughs> that you can just slide Zion into right now. Yeah, I agree. Um, I still think that Phoenix wins this series. It's just going to be a lot more difficult for them to do that because although Chris Paul looked bad in game four, uh, we saw like was it game three where he came like yep. it was fourth quarter Chris Paul where when he decides that okay I've, I've watched y'all the first three quarters I see how this is going it's my turn now and then he just starts making every mid range shot in the world like it's that was game one as well like it's it's crazy the games they've won mm-hmm. but being thirty eight means you can't do that night to night consistently so that's why no. every other game shit game one he had thirty <laughs> game two he had seventeen <laughs> game three he had twenty eight game four he had four or eight. Yeah, yeah, four. Damn. But he only took eight shots. That's the wild part. Like, 16 shots, 16 shots, 18 shots, then eight. Mm-hmm. So that means uh, tonight should be a good game for him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he should. He should. Where he at right now? I think I'm just saying he already had like six points already. Or Ooh, the comments are getting spicy over here, y'all. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. What if Zion is meant to just be a role player? Mm. Which I don't know about that. Not Zion, nah. I don't know. And that's the thing, I'm not saying he's trash. It's just like being what he is right now. Like, first of all, he's only played <laughs> 82 games in the NBA. But yeah, I do think he's trying to get traded. So like, I wouldn't be surprised. But the only thing is, like, 
getting back good value for him. And I think uh, that he people on the podcast, uh, Kane says, I ain't getting traded. Lakers will take him more than this. Blake Griffin Ooh, 2.0. Y'all are going to be fair. Prime Blake Griffin was a really good player. <laughs> so that's not terrible. Like, Prime Blake Griffin, you were scared and that motherfucker drove the lane. That motherfucker was getting shit off in the post. Like, he had the moves. He played something. He was rebounding like crazy. Like, the Zion was supposed like, to be more than that. Yeah, True. Zion supposed to be that dude. True. Like, you build a team around Zion. Like, I mean, you build a team around Blake Griffin. They both were number one picks. I feel like him and Chris Paul were one A and one B. Like it yeah. was, it was a duo there. But they brought in Chris Paul because they had Blake Griffin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not even close to Blake. Golly, like Tim says, Zion came and make it through a season. I didn't, I didn't imagine this turned into the Zion slander hour, <laughs> but um, <laughs> like I'm low on Zion, and even I'm like, goddamn, <laughs> <laughs> y'all wallet. He came through cooked. in the comments like, get Zion out of here. <laughs> he getting cooked in the comments. Jesus. And I actually, what's funny is I like Zion, too. Like, I honestly think, like, once he comes back and he's healthy, like, Zion is different. Like, he truly is, though. Like, yeah. granted, the defense ain't the best, but he'll still get you two, three blocks off the top of the backboard. <laughs> like, let's not pretend like he won't jump to the moon to block a shot. That's pure athleticism. So you have to wonder how much injuries are going to end up affecting him. Like he's doing all this pregame dunk stuff, but like a pregame dunk is different than you giving me 15, 20 solid minutes a game time. Let me see you run back and forth down the court a couple of times. And the thing is, like his dunks, like they're impressive, but they don't look explosive. Like, like it's like he still gets up high, but it's slow as fuck. Like, Mm -hmm. big boy, college Zion, like he got off the floor quick, like. You're doing 360, you know, East Bay's, but like it takes like five seconds to get up and down. Like it's different. Like I do, I gotta see him back on the court. It's and like really- maybe that's just like him carrying extra weight, but mm, mm, mm. I don't know. Okay, I'm gonna ask y'all this question. Um, hmm. And I'm gonna read Triple T's comment. One, do y'all still think that Phoenix wins the series? And two, how many games do you think it goes? So, Triple T's comment says, I'm speaking hypothetically. I want Zion to be successful for all the fat athletic guys out there. But he need to be on the court in order to be successful. Agreed. And yes, Kane, they are mostly leg injuries. So, it can definitely take your explosiveness away. So, Phoenix, New Orleans, do y'all think that Phoenix still pulls this off? Yes. I think New Orleans might. Hmm. I mean, I, I, I know I'm changing I, it from initially Phoenix, but no, I'm not. This you, your prediction's already in. Like it is yeah, what it right. is. I'm just asking. Like at this point, do you think that you could be wrong? Do you think that I, Phoenix might lose? Like, bad. Like if they, if like to answer the question, yes. But if uh, we talk about margin of defeat, like they said, Boston beat uh, the Nets by like the slimmest margin. Uh, like win percentage, like it's like six and a half points between the four wins that they have, or some shit like that. Like it would be somewhere around there. Like it wouldn't be like, you know, it would be really close yeah. if they did pull it off. And I feel like they are fighting enough, and they have enough because they don't have Booker. And Brandon Ingram continues to play this way. CJ McCollum is still going to put some buckets up. Now, granted, he may not do it all those games, but he's still putting up buckets too. And then Jonas Valanciunas, they had no answer for him. <laughs> like Valanciunas putting up twenty and twenty games. Like what? 
Kane wants it to go seven games. He wants New Orleans to win because new team stepping up is good. Triple T says that CP going to will him to the next round. Yeah. That's the hope. Yeah, I'm with you. <laughs> That's the hope. All right. Uh, Tim, I think you started. So what series are we going to next? Uh, shit, let's hit Minnesota and Timberwolves. The game just ended and shit. Um, both Minnesota and the Timberwolves? <laughs> both of them. <laughs> uh, Memphis and the Timberwolves. Well, Memphis, Memphis is up in that series 3 1. 3 2. Oh, I forgot to ask. Yeah, 3 2. Um, Phoenix, New Orleans, best player in the series. Ingram. Yeah, I'm going Ingram too. Jose! <laughs> Jose, 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 Jose. I just like singing. I want to go to a game just to be able to sing that along with, with, with the crowd. But he, yeah, he's I, one of I think it's irritating players, man. <laughs> He's he a hustle player, bro. Yeah, hustle. bro. He just irritates the hell out of you the whole game. <laughs> running around picking the ball like you like dog. Play straight up, bro. Why are you running from the crowd? <laughs> I can't remember the last time I saw somebody force an eight second violation. Like a single person. Like that was just him, Mano Imano on Chris Paul on Chris Paul. And he forced mm-hmm. the eight second violation. Like that's and then Chris Paul started being dirty. I'm like, don't do that, Chris. Like, here we go again, dog. Like, That's, what he he do, dog. That's, That's what he do, though. That's what he do. He's the president of the Players Association. That's he what he does. That dirty shit on film. It's not even like it's not on film. It's on film, too. That's like, we do. see you grabbing my mans and poking him in the eye like he Randy Orton. Like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> not like you, Randy Orton. Randy Orton. Randy Orton. <laughs> Man. All right. Memphis, Minnesota. Memphis leads that series 3-2. John Morant had a game winner um, during game five tonight. Game six is Friday. Game six is Friday. Will that be the end of this series? These teams are very evenly matched. Um, Both. Like, first of all, was that game three where Memphis came back from 20 points down twice? Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. They had a 15-0 run and uh, yes. Yeah, because it was the game where Cat was like, oh, we in Minnesota now. Minnesota. And the way he said it, we in Minnesota now. Minnesota, eh? Minnesota. <laughs> Don't do that. Don't do that, man. We in Minnesota now. Like, damn, it's cold as fuck up here with this L. Shit. With this L. <laughs> <laughs> like, y'all done blew two games where y'all had the lead that y'all should have closed out in one. I don't I'll have too much faith in Minnesota because of that. I'll say this about Minnesota. They're, they're better than I thought they were. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, in definitely. large part because Anthony Edwards is really playing like that dude. Mm-hmm. But I still think that I had Memphis in six. I'm staying Memphis in six. I think mm-hmm. it ends on Friday. Yeah. I think that's it. I think it's going seven. Seven. Which is sad, though. That, that, that was your prediction. I wouldn't mind uh, seven games with this series, bro. Like that was because it's gonna end and it's gonna be close. I feel like the last game will be close. Like these, these have been some good ass games between these two. So, yeah. and then Ja, uh, Ja Dad and Cat Dad been going back and forth, and like that's been great to see. Wholesome content. I love that. I love mm-hmm. the, the the black men content that we've been getting with them. Also, did y'all see the security yard tackle the other protesters? Oh, yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, I've been he was ready. I've been he was ready too. He was watching the audience peeping like he was waiting. Like, let's go. He was like, I know you. I know you want some shit. I know you. I hope you. He's like, let's run go. Run on that motherfucker. <laughs> Don't you run on it. Got your ass. Got your ass. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he he hopped on her. Wait, and then they just drove big her tackle. Off. <laughs> and they did grow Watch him he disappeared though. <laughs> That's how she was, bro. That after she did, he tackled her ass, he had her arms out, and she was gone. 
I was like, no. Yeah. I, I told Sam about it because she ain't know nothing about it. I was like, dude, these Peter protesters have been on that Minnesota owner's ass. And me and Camille had like a brief conversation about it. I was like, yeah. Okay, Peter. I, I fuck with y'all on this one. I usually don't. Just she spent hella money just to get drug out outfit. the arena. So, just so, to get so, drug out the arena. Like, hey. I get it. The point of the process is to bring attention and we talking about it, so mission accomplished. Yeah. But like, the thought process of super gluing your hand to the court, like, did you think it was just gonna stick <laughs> and then that was just gonna be, like, you were just gonna be stuck to the court? Like, yes. She worked that at home. She like, like this. It's, like, it's a, a cartoon <laughs> where they do, like, the big-ass paintbrush and the glue and then you, you draw stuck automatically and your hand stuck to everything. <laughs> They been, they been, I mean, they chained themselves to the rim, bro. I'm like, how the fuck Ch- you get a chain and glue? Handcuffs in here. Don't you go through a metal detector? No. I, in Milwaukee, you sure do. But, <laughs> uh, I've walked through a metal detector in Bradley Center. Oh, yeah, you're right. If I yeah, yeah, metal detector, yeah. yeah. whole handcuffs, big ass handcuffs, too. They was long as fuck. Like, Maybe it was real metal. Maybe it, like, she uses, like, the chain on her, uh, on her purse, and it's just like, oh, this is Something. art. Uh, Kane had a question. He said, "Is Edwards the best player in his draft class?" Now, if you, and that's yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, he also got uh, Tyrese Halliburton in that draft class. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's some names here. It's just, I mean, two years into it. Right now, the names that we have named are the ones who you could put in consideration. Because yeah. um, otherwise, you got like James Wiseman, Pat Williams, Isaac Okoru, Killian Hayes, Obi Toppin. That man's right now. Cole Anthony. Like it's Isaiah well, Stewart. It has potential still. Sadiq Bay. Yeah, I mean, like, it's in, so you don't know. But like, like, so it's, it's still too early. Mm-hmm. Highest ceilings are Ant and Melo. Yeah. Although again, Desmond Bain and, and Halliburton and Maxi, like ain't no slouches. So yeah. right now I still think I'll probably go with Melo. And then it But it, it's a coin flip for me. Yeah, yeah. We'll see how that draft class looks in a couple more years when we can really tell how it unfolded. Uh any other thoughts on well, let me ask y'all this best player. Memphis, Minnesota series. Who's been the best player on the court? That's, that's a hard one. Yeah, because that's why I think. Like, Cat had game one or two, and then after that, he was like disappeared for a couple games. No, he was big in game four. He was big game one, game four. four. Game no, he two, disappeared, he disappeared. Game three, like, I don't even know if he made double digits. No, and I think then, he was scoring like eight points or something like that. Because like that was the thing, like they showed him doing the clip. Well, oh, we in Minnesota now, and then he he finished with like eight points. Yeah, and it was garbage while he was mic- mic'd up. Yeah. And then yeah, Edwards was hot game uh, one. I think he had like game two. I think he went missing for a second or a little bit. And I think uh, probably Ja. Probably I, I ja. think it's probably Ja. Like Ja hasn't necessarily been like pouring it on uh, mm-hmm. points wise, but he's been filling up the. The stat sheet. It's all around but, rebounds, assists, go ahead buckets. And like I missed most of this game, so I don't know how he was in this game. But like one thing I've noticed is that he's been slow to adjust to the way that it's officiated. Like he still kind of drives into the lane and just kind of throws his body around, but he's not getting the calls that he got during the regular season. Or game mm-hmm. one. Because game I mean, one is blowing all the whistles. Yes, yeah, sir. 
I feel like most of the series, like he's just been kind of driving with no purpose. Well, I mean, the purpose is to get fouled, but like he's not driving to score or create for anybody else. And then he's just like throwing up shit and it's functionally a turnover. And that's what I was kind of hinting at before the series started when we were talking about uh, the series. And I said that, yeah, Memphis is talking all greasy and they they got confidence and stuff like that. Like, but the physicality in the playoffs is a completely different monster, bro. Oh, and like you said, Jock kind of going in there trying to treat him like the regular season. Like you finna, you're not finna get them whistles, but they finna let them muck you. <laughs> you you'll get me. No, but he's but the thing is, he has been getting the whistles. I just looked, so I, I remember him getting a lot of foul calls. Game one, he had 20 free throws. Game two, he had four. He had ten. Game four, he had three. And then this game, I just finished. He had 17. So he had two double digit and two single digit, but three double digit. Oh, three double digit. I'm still there. But yeah, that's. But, that's not bad. Um, yeah, Triple T said the best the best player changes every game in that series. I would yeah. agree for that. Elliot said the most consistent has been Desmond Bain. I give him that. Yeah. Desmond Bain. is real. Yeah. I, I wish the Bucks could have got him, but hey. Neither here nor there at the moment. I think he was picked with their original pick. <sighs> neither here nor there at the moment. <laughs> 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 uh, Ken, where are we going next? We got three other series to, to talk about. I'm sure uh, we can talk about um, Golden State and Denver. The boogeyman. That's what you want to Golden start? State? Yeah. Is that game on right now? Game five? No, it's no, not. No, no, Wednesday. That's Wednesday. Okay. Oh, my days are all up. I'm like, oh, yeah, it's Wednesday. Uh, <laughs> Golden State leads Denver 3 1 in the series currently. Uh, they won game four off of a prayer and, and dedication because I <laughs> thought it was about to be big brooms coming out. That was a big shot for Will Barton. Yeah. Like that, big shot. But, uh, I don't think, again, it's the boogeyman. Like, you may have went to sleep tonight, but tomorrow night he'll be back. <laughs> hey, you'll be going for long, dog. That motherfucker haunts you, dog. So you, you, you submit and Denver trying. They really am joke. I gotta give it up to Joker. He's trying his best. He can't do it by himself, though. Man, your number regular two is Will Barton. Regular singer Aaron Gordon. Aaron, no, Will Barton. This <laughs> 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 his number two. Aaron Gordon will give you some defense. He'll give you some. The, Will, Will Barton has and Monty Moore. Uh, Monty Morris. Is it Monty? Monty. Monty. He's been playing really well in this series too. It's spelled M O N T E, so I'm thinking it's Monte, but I thought they called like Monte Morris. Regardless of such, he's been we've been pretty consistent this series as well. Like he's in essence kind of been right there with those two, but it's just them three, honestly. Like Aaron going to show up it here and there, but first of all, you don't put some respect on Bones Highland name, fam. Oh, Bones, yeah, Bones <laughs> Highland has been nice too. I, I've enjoyed Bones Highland as well, but that seemed like that definitely seemed like a ten player to me. <laughs> Balls is decent, but uh, no, it's, it's Denver's trying, and I like Denver, but they, they got stuff coming off the bench. Now, initially, it was just for him to get his minutes together, but now that nigga's really coming off the bench this series, and why is y'all doing this to folks? It was still minutes restriction. He's been on a minute restriction this whole time. That's fine. But, but my, my, my Aaron Gordon plan to double check the game they win was the game that Aaron Gordon finally did show up. Like, that's somebody who they need to actually show up for this series to be a series. The problem is, I don't think he'd be able to do that consistently. Like, he's improved every game thus far in this series, but I, it's still Golden State. Like, I just think it's as simple as the fact that Golden State's a better team. 
It's, it, to me, it's that simple. They're a better team. They are going to win. Sorry, Jokic, you tried. You have been putting out a valiant effort. It's not going to be enough. I, I think Denver put their all into not getting swept. So I think we're going to go back to San Francisco and it's going to be the end of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would agree with that. Best player in that series has been? Jordan Poole. Jordan Poole. Shout out to Jordan Poole, 414. You can argue Draymond too, but... Oh, that was the point I was gonna make. So, like um, y'all were saying, like with Steph coming off the bench, like obviously it's not a full time. Like that's not. I'm sure that you know next series he's not coming off the bench. It might be as soon as Game Five. Um, but I do think that Jordan Poole has been clearly much better when he's in the starting lineup. Mm-hmm. Um, I just don't know how they address that. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't, you're not gonna bring Steph off. Draymond, of course not. Clay, I argue like he probably should have when he came back from injury, but they didn't. So he's the starter inked in. And then like you need Wiggins and Looney for defense. So it's like, but it's, if Jordan Poole is worse for coming off the bench, like, Again, I don't know what you like. I don't know what to do. <laughs> well, that's that. the lineup right now too. Like, was it Poole, Clay, Steph, Draymond, and Wiggins? Wiggins. That's the that's the, the closed lineup, lineup they've been using. Yeah. The deaf lineup. Mm-hmm. So it's not really sustainable, right? It's not sustainable uh, for a full game. But it could be the situation too where Jordan Poole understands it's the playoffs right now. Mm-hmm. I am going to be getting my minutes like I'm going to play starter minutes here I'm going to finish the game mm-hmm. I just won't be able to start the game um, which is what I think will happen come next playoff or the next series but we'll yeah, see just, like, was- psyche wise he's a young player like maybe he built like his rhythm is better starting like <laughs> that's gonna be Steph regardless of his starter bit starter bench but like obviously you can't not start Steph Curry yeah. for the long hey, y- young man gotta learn yeah Young man got to learn. <laughs> but are you lowering your ceiling by doing so? I don't personally. I don't think you're lowering your ceiling too much. Like he's been starting and coming off the bench at various points throughout the season. Yeah, but um, that's what I'm saying. Like his his slump coincided with Clay coming back and him moving to the bench. And yeah, not off like when Steph got hurt and he moved back into the starting lineup. So I hear you, but I'm saying like I'm not necessarily thinking it's necessarily if he start or if he's coming off the bench. I think it was getting used to a different role at that time. But if you know in the playoffs here, my role is going to be 35 minutes or whatever the case might be. I might not start the game, but I'm going to get my my minutes to get my rhythm. I'm going to finish the game. Like I think it's a little different than regular season where one week you are a starter, then the next week you ain't because the minute allocation is just so much different because you're not playing your best players as many minutes during the regular season as you are in the playoffs. And also it's so much more situational in the playoffs where like, this is not the time <laughs> for, for you and to like, be in your head. Obviously where it's going to go. I'm just saying like, it's a, like, it's a, it's an issue that's not really an issue because there's only one answer to that question, but it's, it's something to kind of think about, I guess, thought exercise. Yeah. We all had Golden State in six, except for Tim. He had Golden State in five. So that might that might be happening. That might be happening. Uh Ken, you wanna talk or Eric, you wanna talk about uh Miami, Atlanta, or uh Dallas, Utah? Gross. 
<laughs> Luca. Girls twice. Uh, sure. Let's 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 start the funeral for the Utah Jazz as we know them. The team. Uh, it's over. Donovan Mitchell yeah. actually injured his hamstring during the fourth quarter of Game Four. Oh, did he? When they were when they were down by twenty eight points with four minutes and forty one minutes left of game time. One my question, why was he even in the game at that point with the score that way? But, hey, that is what it was. And now the series is 3-2 with Dallas in the lead. Game six is Thursday night in Dallas. Mm. Stick a fork in them. They're done. done. <laughs> yeah. They're done. Yeah, it's the right for them. <laughs> it should be an interesting offseason for, uh, for the Jazz then. This is going to be real. Blow it up. Blow it up, yeah. I honestly... That's the only option. If, no, no, they've had enough time. That's to literally the only option, bro. I agree with y'all. I was just surprised on the game winner, the lob to Rudy Gobert from Mitch. I was, I was kind of shocked about that, but I was like, he was so damn open. If he didn't throw that lob, it just solidified everybody's like, no, you don't fuck with. Him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like he had no choice. Like if he didn't throw that lob in that game because I was show shot. Like he threw it to Rudy. But- it was cute. <laughs> Yeah, they did the little celebration together. Yeah, they're like, "Yay!" Oh, I was like, "Aw." That's the same lunch table. Then he hit him with one of these afterwards. Ah, fuck it. <laughs> I like a Joe Allen B when he uh, hugged Ben Simmons, kind of look, <laughs> give the side eye. Yeah, all right. Yeah. Best player in the series. Jalen. No, Jalen Brunson. Jalen Brunson. <laughs> It was Jalen Brunson, and then Luca got. I still say Jalen. I mean, yeah, Luca's back. But Jalen Brunson, uh, yeah, for sure, for sure. Brunson done played himself into some money. (laughs) He was kind of, even though he didn't put it up consistently like that during the regular season. He had, like we was talking about before, he had that run and a stretch during the season where he was like, "Damn, Jalen." Him. I mean, he had uh, a good regular season this year. Like overall, it was a good year for him. And he, he, he was, he was nice. Him and uh, was it Murray from the Spurs? They both was kind of like cooking at the same time. It was like, that's random as shit, but. Well, he wasn't cooking he, at Murray level, but he, he he was cooking in his own kitchen. In <laughs> <laughs> his uh, own right. No, they, he, had a, he had a good year. So he's, I wasn't surprised when he, it, he took off like that during the playoffs either. Because I was like, he did that for a hot second during the regular season. So it's something that you can kind of see coming for him. Like, he was just like, fuck it. I'm just take over. Okay. And he's. They can't stop him. I think they can't stop that man. I don't know why, but they can't stop. But every now and then, like he just holding turbo and running around the court, and he'll shoot. It's, it's, it's like we said. Like they, the the way to beat Utah is documented. It's actually very easy because you know what they're going to do defensively. You spread them out. If you penetrate on the drive, you get past your man. Rudy Gobert is going to help because he cannot help himself but to do so because he knows. I am said rim protector. It's in. It's like innate in him. Like he can't help it. He's and going to leak he, out of that corner. And off of if he don't, like it's just gonna be a layup. So. Exactly. So he cheats. If they if he cheats, they kick it off to the three, the open three. They're normally gonna make it. And if not, like Eric says, going to be a layup. That's how you beat Utah. You play some defense and you and you make your open shots. And they have been taking full advantage of that. Joe Sorry, Utah. It was right. good while it, while it lasted. Triple T yeah, said Joe Inglis was a big part of Utah, and, and they miss him. They do. Yeah. You wouldn't have helped them win this series, though. 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I really, again, maybe that's a Ben Simmons destination. I don't think Ben Simmons is going anywhere because I think if you try to trade him at this moment, you're not going to get. Would you trade him for good value? No. Wait, Houston? I mean, wait, Utah? I don't think yet. Like, I don't think Utah will want that. Yeah. Like, I, I just think, I don't think he's going nowhere, but back to Brooklyn. <laughs> so, like, I think, and, like, obviously we're not in the offseason, so we can have a large discussion about this then, but I think Rudy probably for sure is gone. I wouldn't be surprised if Mitchell is, too. I mean, the Knicks was out there scouting them. Yeah. <laughs> they was pissed. Big pissed. They was mad that the Knicks exactly, uh, the Jazz oh, uh, executives was mad that the Knicks executives were sitting courtside at the game because they felt like you know like bro don't be out here what is we already got these rumors going around and heard we're enjoying a great game now y'all at the game bro? it's a courtside. great game we're enjoying it we're yeah we're in great Utah sitting by the bench bro yeah, if y'all don't move the fuck around they said Psst. hey what up <laughs> boo. Uh, Any other thoughts on Utah, Dallas? So that's the four five, right? Yep. Mm -hmm. So the winner plays Phoenix. uh, Phoenix. Mm -hmm. That's gonna be a good series. Man, the second round's gonna be nice. Second round's gonna be hot. Dallas could. Dallas could. Could win this second, like this is going to be their first playoff win since what 2011 or something. So they won the title. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, this is Lucas. Well, if he does what we expect him to do, and that's close out Utah, this will be his very first playoff series victory. And then the Clippers kept putting them out. Yep. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes, they did. <laughs> yes, they did. Damn shame. Couldn't get back to Clippers. Hey, the Clippers was hooping. I was gonna say that was full strength Clippers. Yeah, like they, which is. Fair. One, I'm gonna go back, but one thing about watching Boston, it made me just be like, I'm so glad. Well, the basketball fan in me, like, of course, as a Bucks fan, I wish they would have traded one to two. But like, you see the vision of Jason and Tatum playing together with Jalen Brown now. You see how it can work in that way. Mm-hmm. And I think it was because they also had to have some type of hierarchy where it was like, Tatum was like, me, understand, but I got you. Like, don't worry, I got you, but understand me. <laughs> one here. <laughs> Number one option, but I think like if I was a Clippers fan and I'm looking at Boston, I'll be sitting there like, "This is what we're trying to get to. If we could just stay healthy, <laughs> if we could just stay healthy, the idea of having these two star wings who can switch off and do all this other stuff and muck it up." Anywho, last series here, Miami, Atlanta, Miami. My, they won. Miami won. Four one, gentlemen, sweep. Jimmy Butler didn't even play in Game Five. <laughs> Neither did Kyle Lowry. Neither did Kyle Lowry. No, I'm people was lighting their ass up. <laughs> Jimmy Butler had some uh, knee in- inflammation and missed game five. He's currently listed as day-to-day. Kyle Lowry got a hamstring injury that he injured in game four. Didn't matter. They didn't need him. Atlanta was not enough. Not good enough. Lock Trey Young all the way up. Like, if there's one team that I'm not worried about, like, handling issues, it's Miami. Like, they've done it all season. Like, they haven't had Lowry and Butler for probably the majority of the year. They didn't have Bam for, like, 30 games. Like, it hasn't mattered. They still got the number one seed. So, I think that they have enough depth 
to where like you know whoever's in the game is going to give you Miami Heat basketball. Um, and my Atlanta just went outside. Like yep. All that talk about from DeAndre Hunter was season. What? DeAndre Hunter was hooping this game. He had thirty five. God damn. Someone to do something because it wasn't gonna be Trey. <laughs> that man Trey had eleven points tonight in an elimination game, game and six game turnovers. Oh, last game he only had nine points. Yeah, I'm about to say then he only had like single digits last game too. I think he averaged like less than fifteen points for this series. He averaged fifteen on the dot, fifteen point four yeah. this series. It's not gonna Sad. cut it. And like it's very bad shooting splits. Yep, he had two good games. <laughs> one he had twenty five, one he had twenty four. But he had to earn every single that one of those points. Like he put up the points, but it took him what twenty shots in one game and fourteen in the other. Like I'm not gonna hold you upset. That nigga shot selection is iffy sometimes. <laughs> iffy. I'm just sitting there looking I'm like, bro, swing it, swing. You got a man open in the corner. Like, you run fuck back that. with half logo, fuck it. I'm like, fuck bro, that. what the fuck was that? Like, you ain't swinging at all. Come up in court. Fuck it. Half of them. Like, but if he hit two of those motherfuckers, he hot. Don't let him hit two of those logo shots in a row, and then it's a wrap. I think that that whole team and Trey specifically, like they needed this season, they needed to get humble because like they were yep. riding too high off of last year, thought they had made it. It's like, no, you got to put in the work year in year out like you don't just get to pick up where you left off and it's like there were quotes from earlier in the season where he's like you know after the highs of the playoffs like this regular season shit ain't it <laughs> like paraphrasing but like that was basically the sentiment of it and it's yeah. like nah it's a process like from the start training camp through the playoffs and what you put into it is what you get back out of it so they didn't take the regular season serious enough preach they also seem to have chemistry issues like definitely not as bad as the jazz but it ain't great there um it trade needs to be more inclusive with his teammates like he definitely thinks it's the ice trade show and like they got too well they've had too much talent in atlanta for the last couple years for it to just be like a one-man show yeah, I think it's time for them to cash out on some of that young talent and get an actual second star. I'm not sure who that would be. Rudy. Uh, but but Trey needs someone else because Miami just loaded up on him. They were like, if you ain't scoring, we ain't really worried about this team too much. And they proved to be right. Tough sledding, tough cookies. Dog. <laughs> PJ, PJ Tucker kept taking Trey to the post in game four, I think. PJ Tucker had Trey Young in hell at various Damn. points throughout this series. Yes. Just it was it was amazing to watch PJ Tucker old self. Just he just out there clamping, and I'm like, five three point games. <laughs> like, bro, what? Who PJ Tucker had five threes? Who? <laughs> like, really? Like, damn. All right. I mean, you gardening right. with Trey Young? Like, I might be able to score. <laughs> You at least get five open threes. <laughs> <laughs> the playoffs have been fun. I had just tweeted out, like, I love basketball. Like, this is – or made a Facebook status. Like, this has been great. I've been enjoying myself here. Next round, I might not as much because I'm a little nervous. But we ain't got to worry about that right now. We we currently focus on the first round. So, 
that is what it is i had in here um a go on fishing section we can, we can hit that another time we ain't got to do that right now we spent way more time uh on the playoffs than i expected so i do want to acknowledge some of the award winners in the nba here before we move on one shout out to nba for going back to like announcing awards just after the regular season we don't need the whole award show thing it's cooler to see them get the awards with their teammates anyways but tnt's been announcing the winners of each major award during its coverage of the playoffs we know three award winners so far from the big was it big six marcus smart defensive player of the year john morant most improved and scotty barnes rookie of the year congratulations Shout out to the award winner. Shout out to, to Eric and Tim who foresaw the greatness of Scotty Barnes before the season started. Had him as their preseason rookie of the year pick. Kid's nice. Shout out. Yeah, he's he nice. That <laughs> one, like none of the other awards have really surprised me thus far, but like that one got like I Me too. Narrative wise, like I thought it seemed like most people were voting for Mobley. Like I feel mm-hmm. like he had such a lead from earlier in the season like between him between Barnes Mobley and K like there was a case for all three I don't disagree with Kane uh, Kane said that smart makes no sense but he's cool with the other two awards yeah hmm. like Job feels overqualified for most improved but I get it did you see uh, his advanced stats on his points per game it was like he increases points per 40 by like 10 points per game even, like, even raw, it was like nine. It was like raw points per game. So like when we had our post All-Star break NBA season check-in, I said, I was like, Ja, most improved player. And I was like, I know it seems weird, but like all of his vital stats are up and his turnovers are down. Mm-hmm. Like I get it's not in the spirit of the award. People were initially thinking of it because it's supposed to go to somebody who's like kind of up and coming. And Ja has already yeah. been like, hey, I'm here. But still taking the jump from being a good player to being MVP level type of player is quite a jump. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm not mad that Ja got it. I was surprised that Jordan Poole wasn't even top three though. Yeah! Yeah, that didn't make sense. He needs to get more love for sure. But, well, I mean, like, but, Garland like, but, but Garland was somebody who I think most of y'all, I think the three of y'all thought yeah. that he would oh be most improved. And DeJounte Murray, he also made a leap. Mm-hmm. And it's like I get it, Jordan Poole, but Jordan Poole's regular season leap was like a like it not to diminish it, but like it just wasn't as large as some of the others. But I definitely did think his name was gonna pop up a little bit more often than what it did. I think more so we've seen Jordan Poole's growth and maturity as a player all around. Like, yeah, he was uh, Clay Thompson. Well, accordingly, well, apparently, Draymond Green wanted them to draft Poole, and then Clay Thompson liked from the moment that they got him in there and thought that he was going to be next up anyways. But Jordan Poole, I, we seen him grow because Steph was out for him. So I think that's what really helped him and put him in the limelight and people were like, oh shit, he actually, he hooping. He's putting up big numbers in those games and things like that. Like he was hooping. Uh, but then they also had a run where they lost like 10 in a row and he was still hooping. <laughs> but it wasn't like they was really getting like they needed to. So I can understand why people kind of was a little hesitant on Jordan Poole, too, because his came in a lot of the moments where Steph wasn't there. You mean Clay? 
Well, Clay wasn't there. Yeah, because when Clay came back, like I said, he kind of went down for a minute. And then he kind of came back. Steph went out. He came back. Steph was, yeah. So it was like his um, moments came while people were gone. Not necessarily like he forced himself into that situation, if that makes sense. We got a comment that I disagree with. Kane said, if Giannis doesn't win MVP, it is rigged. Yeah. Don't you be Joel and beat out here, sir. There were there were three gentlemen with MVP cases, Jokic, Embiid, and Giannis. If any of the three wins, it makes sense. Like it, yeah. it just it's it's not even worth getting upset about. I'm gonna tell y'all right now because Giannis is not going to win. So no, it's it's not happening. He if you want to knock Embiid, you talk about his team seating. Honestly, that's about it. And he and he had the same record as the Bucks. So, like, I don't. Sorry, like they were all good. Like it's not a slight in the least bit. Like you can't. Win I'm gonna them. go back to defensive player of the year because I tweeted this, and I know you know you felt like you disagreed. So I'll state my case here. Like, uh, you know, Joel Embiid and people that seem to support him want to talk about narratives and you know the media latches on to a guy and they don't see anybody else and like I don't think that that argument held up for the MVP discussion like it's you know you can point to stats where okay these three guys are head and shoulders above everybody else some guys are stronger here some guys are stronger there you can if you want to go the narrative route it's like all of them had to deal with injuries to or absences from teammates like you're splitting hairs at that point mm-hmm. Marcus Smart feels a lot like this team has the best defense he was the best defender that was healthy for the longest on that best defense so ergo defensive player of the year like really the best defensive player I saw this year was Draymond Green but he ain't played enough games so I get it he out mm-hmm. Gobert it's still Gobert. Like, he's been j- pretty much as good as he's been the last five years defensively. He was just tired of b- voting for Rudy Gobert. Giannis, same Giannis that he's been the last couple years, the Bucks team defense fell off. So, Giannis is out. And, like, people just kept striking uh, contenders for that award until we got to the point where it's like, well, you know what? We ain't had a guard win in forever since Gary Payton in 1996. And Marcus Smart has, you know, like they're the best team, but it's like they're the best defensive team because they have a team full of great defenders. Like there's no weak link in their entire defensive ecosystem. So like, I think it's more of a team award for Boston's defense than it is like Marcus Smart earned this over, you know, Mikel Bridges or Jaron Jackson Jr. or Giannis or Gobert or whoever. I think I, I, that's fair. I just wanted to hear what your what your your gripe was I honestly I don't really care um, I mean, I don't either, but it's just like no like, like yeah narratives and it's like yeah. well this is one time where I actually feel like that was the, the narrative case. played into okay with it. the award winning uh, Kane said that if Giannis plays in New York this is his fourth MVP Marcus well could be very well could be but you have to understand as well too that Giannis isn't the kind of player who's going to cape for him to win awards. He's not going to advocate for him to win awards. Um, that's part of it. Like, Joel Embiid wanted to win MVP, 
and you saw it over the last few weeks of the season. He went out there and he was talking about it. He was playing, saying, what do I got to do? What do I got to do? Giannis don't really care. Um, and, and with that, the Bucks don't tend to draw a lot of attention to it outside of what they tweet about his, you know, his post games and calling him MVP. But like, they're not going to do a campaign for the man like some other teams do for their guys. Um, he's just not as, as interested in it. Uh, a few quick things before we wrap on up here. Jay Wright retired as head coach of Villanova, but he hey. is leaving the door open to someday coach in the NBA. Oh, hmm. he's in Villanova forever, too. You know what that mean? Hey, Ron Palenka, call me, bro. <laughs> Can't lie. Mm-hmm. He looks the part shit. Oh, <laughs> 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 he looks the part. Shut up. That's all I can. He looks the part. Shut up. He's an hour. He waiting for a doctor to get fired in Philly. Then he don't even got to move. Then he cheering for uh, Toronto big time. The NFL draft is Thursday. Kicks off Thursday, Friday, hey. Saturday, the three day event. I'm not even gonna lie to y'all. When I turn the draft on on Thursday, it'll be my first real time even paying attention to this NBA, the NFL draft. All that I know is that I need the Packers to drop the wide receiver at some point throughout this draft. I'm not even going to be one of the Packer fans that's mad if it's in the second round. Depends on... Depends on... Had success there. Depends on how the draft plays out because from what I have gathered, there could be an early run on wide receivers which could leave the Packers in the dark and if that is the case, no need to reach. Just go ahead and get the best player available. Um, But what... Really quick, Tim, because what I wanted to know is, Ken, the Bears here, uh-huh. I just want to know what positions are you hoping <laughs> that you get some new some new talent for? Um, for sure, wide receiver. Um, wide receiver, offensive line, linebacker, mm-hmm. and um, cornerback for sure. The whole Should thing. I say offensive line three times? <laughs> what the Bears need? Whole team. Hey, hey, that's what we need. We need to run it. We need a, a wide receiver, a linebacker, you know, old line. Hey, I, y'all really need to protect y'all investment with that old line for sure, for sure. That should be yeah. number one. But I like this kid from um, North Dakota State that I like. Um, oh, is it Trey? Chris Ken, no, Chris Ken, um Wide receiver? Yeah. Christian, what is his last name? I forgot what his last name is. Oh, I know who you're talking about. That's a dude that they got the real freaky uh, athleticism. Yeah, yeah like he, he don't really burn nobody. He just out jump cats. Yeah, he's stupid athletic, yo. So yeah, yeah I can't think of his name, but I, Christian I know something. I can't think of what his last name is. But he's from North Dakota State, and I um, because where we at in the draft for second round, Watson. We can, yeah, there we go. Uh, we can definitely pick him up. Now if we get him first, <laughs> Wait, he looked like John Cena. Nah, that's, probably just, that's, that's probably the picture you look at. Uh, I mean, he looked like a mixed John Cena, but it looked like John Cena. Uh, mixed John Cena. Hey, that reminds me, WWE 2K uh, was 22, the new wrestling game. Is it it's I? mad fun. It's mad uh, fun. I won't even lie. I have mad been mad having, mad. I've been having oh. a great time playing that game. Wait, I'm definitely gonna cop it. Um. Yeah, Packers' needs are, I think, well known at this point. Um, of course, wide receiver, uh, but also always got to you know reinvest in offensive tackles, get that old line, get you some old linemen, mm-hmm. some linebackers, some inside linebackers in particular. 
Mm-hmm. Edge rushers. I mean, just get the best just players. That's get the, get the best players on the board. I, I think it's just those four. Like if we if we stay with our first two picks on a linebacker and a offensive lineman, I would not be surprised or mad. If we, we were be, a, like a pass rusher, I would not be surprised or mad about it. Honestly. You'd be in the minority. Pack, Packers Twitter will burn down. <laughs> this is what we do. Like legitimately, we draft defensive players or offensive linemen in the first round for the most part. We don't draft running backs in the first round. We don't draft wide receivers in the first round. We draft random ass quarterbacks in the first round, but that's about it. Like we usually draft an offensive or defensive player, like an offensive lineman or defensive lineman or a uh, (laughs) safety, because we don't draft linebackers either, really. Like shit, we've been needing one for a while. Like it's honestly either pass, it's either the trenches. In the first two rounds, his first round really like I feel like linebackers are the running backs of the defense. Like you really don't draft those high up. But the ones that have drafted high up have paid like they paid good dividends. Mm-hmm. Like you have the Michael Parsons or you have the. Of for course, example, the, I, mean, I mean Michael Parsons is the edge rusher too. Like it's not really. He started off as a linebacker that they drafted him as, and then they said, "Oh damn, you can actually pass rush when you work with Demarcus Lawrence." Well, no, he was always an edge rusher. Always no, he edge. was always an edge rusher. It's just they put his hand down at certain times instead of having him stand up. Yeah, but, but the yeah, point, but the point, but the, <laughs> the but that's a pa- that's a pass rusher. Like that's not just right. him. But the, you're, I get your overall point saying that there are, but of course, as with any draft. <laughs> You can pick a dud linebacker in the first round. You can pick a dud at any position in the mm-hmm. first round. It, it's all about the player talent, your scouting department, and also their fit with your team. Overall, I just want the Packers to pick the players that fit the system, the best players on the board. Because if you look back at their last couple of drafts, they've hit on a lot. Mm-hmm. Because to Kane's point, back in 2019, they took Gary in the first round. That was their first round pick, and he was a linebacker. Edge rusher. But a linebacker. I think what's the name um, was in that same draft too. Uh, it was Sean Gary and Savage. Those were the two first round picks in that mm-hmm. particular draft. And then Josh Jackson. Mm-hmm. Uh, Josh Jackson was Josh Jackson was the draft before that with Jair Alexander. 50-50. But <laughs> but like the Packers like uh, it's, it's been all right. I mean, twenty nineteen Rashawn Gary. Darnell Savage, Elgin Jenkins, Jay Sternberger, Kingsley Kiki. The rest of that we ain't got a list. Then the next year, Jordan Love, AJ Dillon, uh, Josiah DeGara, John Runyon is going to pay off. Like, there was a lot of offense taken last year or two years ago. And then last year was a pretty decent mix. Eric Stokes, Josh Myers, Amari Rogers, Royce Newman. Like, just pick the best player on the board. And I think Mario Rogers is actually gonna turn out really well. Like cats. I would hope so. And even Randall Cobb was like, he has the same struggles as the uh, the other receivers. He was like, look at the Devontes and the uh and the Jordies. He was like, and the James Joneses. He was like, he has drop issues too. He was like, I'm hoping this year, like helping him out that he can mature into you know a better receiver, get his hands together. <laughs> you know? He was like, Well, he's a good player. And I, I think he's still gonna turn out to be a good player. I think he's one of our forgotten receivers. I hope so. We need him. And just also draft guys who can play special teams. That's really all. I, just, I'm not going to be too pressed. <laughs> I won't. I promise you I won't. Yeah, what I'll say about Packers drafts historically, like recent history, is contrary to popular belief, like this isn't just Aaron Rodgers and a bunch of scrubs. Like they've drafted well. Like that's why they've yep. had sustained success, sustained success 
over the last couple of decades because they draft pretty well by and large and they keep bringing in young talent to replace the expensive talent that leaves you know big career so and you've seen Goody be a bit more willing to dive into the free agency bucket which I feel like the draft you just kind of take the best guys that are available and free agency you kind of use it to plug up some holes that you still have but I like the draft I love watching it so I'm looking forward to Thursday uh, I'm a Tyson Fury ESPN this year instead of ABC like last year I go to ABC I'm like are y'all going to analyze the draft at all <laughs> like it was nope. it was all like stories and I'm everybody's like, oh, best oh, story <laughs> Tyson Tyson Fury won against Dylan White this past weekend to retain his uh, WBCN, WBC and uh, heavyweight titles and what he's calling the final fight of his career. Yep, Kane, the draft is Thursday. Uh, Tyson Fury said that's going to be his last fight. Said he told his wife he'd be done with this soon. Said that that, that's going to be it. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. If we'll that see. bag right, he'll be back in there. Of course. <laughs> oh, well, of course. He's speaking, I keep thinking about how them two blew that damn bag, bro. Wilder <sighs> and uh, Joshua, they really blew that Being bag. scary. Now they, now they lost the bag. Now they lost the bag. But we're going to end this on the... Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, every boxing retirement is just a down payment on the comeback fight. It's a fact. It's a good way to word it. <laughs> but to end this on a positive note, uh, Miguel Cabrera, he joined an elite club Miggy. getting his 3,000th hit of Mr. his career. You know, I never thought that was significant to the movie. I never really realized how significant that was really until that movie. Again, I was, we was younger too when it came out a while ago. But yeah. when uh, since then, I'm like, it ain't really, cats ain't really hitting 3,000 like that. Like, so it is, a, it's a big accomplishment for him. So congratulations, sir. Plus, Miguel Cabrera been cold for years, forever. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, for real, for real. When he first $300 man? $300 million oh, he, man. After, I believe so, yeah. After he got the hit, ESPN, like, had a graphic. And, like, basically nobody is on track to get it right now, at least, like, in the next seven or eight years. Like, they show people that are, like, within, like, <laughs> uh, you know, within, like, 1500 hits and it's like all of them are like 38 39 36 like it's oh, a lot man. of damn hits bro it's <laughs> a lot of damn hits like trump not even halfway there he had 1431 again i didn't realize how significant that was until that movie and after that point i was like oh shit like you really so congratulations I, my guy <laughs> i'll do even one better in addition to that uh, he's only the seventh player in Major League history with 3,000 hits and 500 home runs. Do y'all, I'm not sure if y'all, y'all, I don't think y'all in the dot, but if you're not, do you know the other six guys who Got have him. those accolades? 3,000 hits, Each 500. Run. No, he ain't got home runs though, like that. He ain't got 500 home runs. Wait, hold on, hold on. Pool, I know, Pool. Wait, 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 wait. It's 3K hits, 500 home runs? Yep. Yep. Okay, now y'all can go. Give me Pool host. Yep, that's one. Barry Bonds is the obvious one. I'm about to say Barry. No. Actually, does he have to Oh, because that motherfucker's average. I don't think he has to Hank, Hank Aaron. Hank Aaron should Hank be Hank Aaron's on there. What about Ken? Griffin. No. Y'all know Griffey not. Mm. Oh, um, Alex Rodriguez is in that too. Yep. Um, Barry Bonds was just share? under 3,000 hits, by the way. You said who? What about Teixeira? 
No, no. Tahira wouldn't be on there. Mm. Willie Mays? Yes, Willie Mays is one. That makes okay. Mm. Y'all stalling. I, 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 yeah. I got you. So the uh, Cabrera joins Hank Aaron, mm -hmm. okay, yeah. Willie Mays, mm -hmm. Eddie Murray, Raphael okay. Plamero, oh, Albert okay. Pujols, okay, I forgot about Albert Pujols, okay. and Alex Rodriguez. There we go. I knew Alex. Was I forgot about Plamero, but damn, Raphael's nice. He's <laughs> nice. Yeah, he was though. Yeah. Okay. There you go. Kane got Hank Aaron in the comments. That was it. He, he knew it was Hank Aaron was one of them. I feel you. I feel you. Any blow the whistles this week? Uh, I, I thought do, I, I did. Go, so, but it's gone. Yeah, it's yeah, gone. <laughs> All right. Tech top five. Five, five four, three, two, one. Tech top five. five. Eric's face. He was looking like, yo, forgot this was part of the show. Got nothing for you, boss. Nope, I just, I forgot what the topic was for a minute. So clearly, this week it was Quartzo, right? Quartzo. Yeah. Games you would, <laughs> he do kind of like John Cena. Uh, cousin, yeah, he do. But, <laughs> um, right. But uh, this week for Tech Top 5, we are just doing Top 5 playoff games. We wish we could have been courtside for. Damn, okay. I got one that's not a playoff game. Ah. Oh, we said it was all playoff. I thought it was just top five. Yeah, games all my playoffs. I didn't know it was playoff only. I think all my playoffs. Yeah, it was. It, it was playoffs. Yeah, it was playoffs. Damn. I got one, two, three. I got one, two, four, and five. I got nothing. So, um, you got more than me. I can start first order before I forget mine. That don't help me. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Get your. Get your. Don't forget mine. Um, five. I have. Um, Actually, I gotta be, be right back. 19, 1980, when Magic Johnson played um, all five positions. That was in that nineteen eighty, right? Yeah. Damn, yeah. I didn't know he did that. When he played yeah, all five. I see it on winning time. Huh. Ah, um, ah, okay, fair enough. All right, so that's five, four. Um, probably game seven, Cavs, um, Golden State. Um, what that was in what sixteen. Yeah. Um, three. Man, yes, I Jeff. Know, I don't know what my three would be. Um, oh, Kobe. Um, Lakers winning the championship in fifteen. Kobe got number five. In fifteen? Um, no, no. What yeah. did it, no. Two thousand ten. Yeah, two thousand ten. My bad. Two thousand ten. Um, number two will be Kobe eighty one. Damn playoffs. Oh shit! It wasn't in the playoffs. Fuck me. Um, I don't. Damn it. See now I got to pivot because my last two not playoff games. That's fine. Yeah, I'm just gonna say them anyway. Um, my last two not playoff games, but um, um, Kobe '81 and then Kobe final game. They're not playoff games, so I won't win if we were gonna win. <laughs> but those are mine. Uh, either one of y'all got y'all list, so I can try to think of something. <laughs> yeah, I got um, number five. What was that? The, uh, Cavs Golden State. What did you say? Game seven. It was LeBron yeah. block. Yeah, that's the that's the yeah, one. Game seven. <laughs> yeah. So that's my number five. Uh, number four, I got Portland versus OKC 2019 first round game six. Uh, bye, right to Paul George. All right, Dane with the fifty piece. Um, 
Then I got the 76ers versus Toronto game seven in 2019. I would have loved to oh, be in the crowd, sitting right there courtside with everybody. Oh, yeah, I would have been in the damn picture too. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have been part of that legendary joint, dog. <laughs> That is that, yeah. Uh, number, what was that? Five, four, three. Number two, I got the 2013 Game Six Finals. Uh, Heat versus the Spurs, Ray Allen's uh, game time. Oh, shot. okay. That's a good one. I was okay. watching that live when I was still in uh, tech school for the military. So I was like, oh, I would have loved to have been there. Like, that was that was a cracking ass game. Yeah, and cool. number one, of course, last year, Bucks Game Six Finals 2022. Tis number one. Tis number one. That one I knew. <laughs> That's gonna be my number one too. Um, but game five. Oh, game five. Jesus Christ. Number five. Let's go with. I'm a cheat. You can just pick any one of them. Uh, first round, 2009, Bulls and Celtics. That was that, that was the to say one of the greatest series I've ever seen. That didn't mean shit in the greatest game. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, that was like Ben Gordon was getting this shit off. Ray Allen was getting this shit off. Rajon Rondo was getting this shit off. I think Ben Gordon was cold. There. Who? Ben Gordon. I think he had like forty five that game, forty eight or some shit like that. I mean, I think he went for forty a couple times this series. But like they kept going into like multiple overtimes, like throughout the course of that series. Like that was some of my favorite basketball memories. Um, that's five, four. I'm going to go with game six, 1998. Jordan's last shot. Yes, sir. Three. I'm going to go with game seven of the 2016 finals. Cavs and Warriors. Two. Game six, 2013. Heat and Spurs. Specifically, I want to sit in that corner where Ray Allen hit that shot. Yeah, <laughs> that's on think? my list too. <laughs> and game one, of course, game six, 2021 NBA Finals. Giannis scoring 50, bus winning the first title in 50 years. Last time I cried. <laughs> Man, it's been a long time since you cried then. Uh, Not a cry. Steal, bro. There's nothing wrong that's with true. crying. I just. It's been nothing but up. It ain't you. I cry. I cry at cartoon movies. I just, I just, I be crying all the time. Um, Appreciate y'all stalling for me. So, five, I am going to go. The Pistons. um, (laughs) Not me, but Kane in the comments said the Pistons last championship with Ben Wallace. I'm sure you would like to see that too. I wouldn't mind being for that one too. Boom. (laughs) you got the laker fan upset um number five speaking of lakers i'm going to go lakers suns game four uh first round series in 2006 that overtime game that they had where kevin or not kevin nash steve nash and kobe bryant were going at it it went to overtime it was just fun for my favorite kobe celebrations um Wait, Number was that four? when he pulled his jersey, or was that when he was like, with the? Oh, hold on, some some popped up on my screen. Hold on, I'm trying Ooh. to close that out. Oh, no, it was like some, uh, like your, your, your software thing that run to scan your computer. I'm not trying to have no scan right now. Um, no, that was the when he was pumping it up. Pump, pump, pump it pump, up. Pump it up. Four. 
some good games here. Four, I am going to go Heat Spurs game six, 2013 finals. Game three, we, I'm going to, mm, do I want to see Jordan with his game winner on the last shot or do I want to see the block? Which one would I want to see more? I want to see Jordan more. I'm going to go three Cavs, uh, Warriors, game seven, 2016. Two Bulls, uh, Jazz, game six, 98. And then one Buck Suns, game seven, 2021. And that's the show this week, y'all. I did have an honorable mention. If we didn't, if it wasn't only playoffs, I wanted to go to that OKC uh, Golden State game. Warriors game. Oh yeah, absolutely. That's the one out of the Again, I'd have been in that photo too. What you talking about? Handing <laughs> on the air and shit. <laughs> yeah, regular season is so. I mean, it's just it's overwhelming the amount of options you have. It's this one Net Suns game when was Jason Kidd dueling Steve Nash. I think they went to overtime in that one too. I'm, Double I'm, overtime. A theme, uh, Camille. What's oh what overtime? You just, no, you just Steve Nash duels. That's one of my favorite players. I love yeah, Steve Nash. Always I love Steve Nash. Nash. That used to be weird as hell when he's like, they go, like, yeah, he's, he's a great basketball player. He's a soccer fanatic. Come kicking the ball in the air and shit. Like, bro, be on, get the fuck on with this. Hold on, to close this out to Kane talking about the push off on Russell. All I'm gonna say about that again. He was already falling. Jordan just kind of guided him where he was going. That's not that's not that's nobody's fault but but Russell's. He should have had better balance. He should have had better balance. He bit the wrong way. Jordan saw him going the wrong way. He helped him the direction he was already going. Jordan hit him with a hat. Tighten them ankles up, Russ. Uh, but no, that's the show. I got blow the whistle on Jeff for saying he was a hey. Hey, that's number two, Jeff. One more, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's the show this week, y'all, though. We hope y'all enjoy. We hope that you all are doing well. Continue to be well. Uh, listen to Overtime. Tech File Overtime on Thursdays. Subscribe to the YouTube. Download the Good News app. Um, subscribe. To, you know, do all the things you review. Everything you do to help the show. Free ways to support the pod. We appreciate all of them. Okay. If you want to follow me, on the social medias. Hold on. You ain't. Wait a minute. <laughs> Wait, I was like, hold on. Oh, I'll say, well, I should have said, It's too late. I can't, I can't detect uh, sarcasm anymore at this point. <laughs> if you want to follow me on social medias, you can catch me. Wait a minute. On Twitter, Instagram, and these PSN, 2K, GTA. I ain't gonna see WWE streets. I ain't ready for all that. Uh, at Camille Monet, C A M I L L E M O N A E, because your mom is fancy. Thank you, sir. At your world champion, Bucks and Five Burner on Twitter. <laughs> That's all you get. Here. Everyday underscore gentleman on Instagram. I'm K Harris216 on Twitter and Snapchat. And it's your boy, T I M K I N Z, the number three, A K A S, catch him, A K A, Mr. Give it to me. We'll holler at y'all. Peace out, y'all. You doing the John Cena? They can't see you. (laughs) Peace out, y'all.